welcome to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. During today's episode, your host, Mark Friedman, may discuss specific financial planning and investment ideas that are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Please remember that investing involves risk and may include loss of principal. Always consult a certified financial planner professional, qualified attorney, or tax advisor prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. And now, here's the host of Dollars and Cents, Mark Friedman of Friedman Financial. Welcome back to another edition of Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. My name is Mark Friedman, and I'm joined by my business partner, Marion Gilman. And you know what they can't see, Marion? Your big smile. The, well, you know, I have a face for radio, though. So. <laughs> but a terrific smile. She is so excited. She's smiling I'm so in here. I'm so excited it's... to be back on the podcast. I missed last That's week. That's right. You were away on vacation, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Where'd you yeah. go? We went to France. It was fabulous. And but it's... it's nice to be home, too. It is. What was your favorite part about France? Uh, the food. The, oh, it's always the food, right? <laughs> it's always the food. And you love going there anyways. I really do, yes. It's like home. It, it is so funny. So many of our clients, they talk about when they retire, they want to vacation somewhere. They say, I want to travel. And generally, the first place people want to go is either Italy or France. It's the first place they want to go. Yeah. And you know what? Those are my two favorites. Yeah. I can't I can't say that I'm any different, maybe. And it's funny. The idea of traveling to the Far East is I love traveling to the Far East, but for some, it's like not even on their bucket list of things to do. Maybe Australia, but Japan, China, you know, Vietnam, traveling to some of these places, just not even on the list. Those are on my list, but um, that's it's just a long flight, so you have to be prepared. We did South Africa, which was a long flight as well, and it was challenging to do that long flight. It is, but traveling is a lot it's of fun. So different, yeah. It, it it really always amazes me how much we learn from being outside of our own country and experiencing the cultures elsewhere. Most definitely, and it's very different. Um, we we get insulated, I think, in our own little world, and very different in Europe, in it, many places in Europe, I, I should say. I always find it fascinating how so how proud people are of the heritage and the country that they represent and and well they should be um you know they the history is phenomenal in terms of you know when you go to, particularly in italy i think you know it goes so far back and you see so much so many historical sites it's just amazing it, it really is yeah so you know one of the things that we've noticed and you know we're here each and every week with this little podcast for everybody trying to fi- provide financial advice in a language you can understand and People are always looking for ways. Where can I save some money? Where can I cut back on some things? And you and I were having this conversation one day at lunch where we were noticing how many of our clients spend money unnecessarily on assorted fees. And and don't even realize it, which is, you know, it's kind of, it's a challenge, I guess. You don't always look at every statement and look at where the money's going. But certain times, you know, it pays to do that. Because there are fees that sneak up on you. Yeah, I mean, the fees are one thing. The one thing that sneaks up on you quite a bit, especially on a credit card bill, and I think we forget to even look at these things, is we set ourselves up for so many subscription programs. Yes. Or we say, oh, we'll try do this free trial, 
And then after 90 days, they start billing your credit card. And you have totally forgotten about the fact that you never went and unsubscribed. And all of these things are starting to add up and they total, don't they? They do. And, you know, it's every every cost seems so small as it is, you know, $5 here, $10 there, $7.99. But when you look at it, you could be spending hundreds of dollars a month for stuff you don't even use. Well, think about years ago, we used to complain about how expensive our cable bill was. <laughs> and, and now people don't even talk about their cable bill, but they have no problem applying or subscribing to every streaming service that might be out there. And, and some of it's thought, redundant. And whoever thought we'd be paying for TV. Right. It used to be free, right? <laughs> exactly. Channels 4, 5, 7, 38, and 56. That was about it. <laughs> Channel 2. I know. We certainly didn't have the selection. You know, but who paid? Nobody paid, right? right. Radio in your car, serious, you know, a lot of people have serious or some other, you it know, program. They're thinking about getting rid of AM radio. I, I saw that. That's amazing. Well, isn't I it? mean, how often do you people really listen to AM radio? I never do. But. Right. I just got a new car. Doesn't even offer AM radio. Uh, yeah, I've heard that. And uh, But, you know, I do listen to WBZ, BZ, WBZ 1030 with a new station here in Boston. But I listen to it through the iHeartRadio app. Sure. And frankly, it's a lot clearer than the Is signal really? you might pick up on AM radio. Wow. But going back to where I thought, I didn't want to get yeah, away from yeah. this fees thing that we talked about. I am just blown away by how conditioned people have come to paying fees. Some that they accept and they say, all right, I'll pay it. And others where they don't even know that they're even paying it. What are some examples that you're seeing, Mary? Yeah, so one of the things that we've seen recently are bank fees. And some banks charge you if you have a low balance in a checking account or a savings account. They charge you on a monthly basis to maintain that account, which is crazy in many ways. You know, if it's your only checking account, that's one thing. And you don't have a lot of money at the bank or money to put in the bank. However, there are ways to avoid fees like that. You can keep a balance in the account or that you can go to a different type of checking account with that they offer that have no fees associated with That's right. Them. I mean, these small and mid-sized banks, the credit unions, they're offering generally a better opportunity for you where exactly. you know, don't have to worry about paying the fees. Right. But, you know, there's these other fees, whether it's an overdraft fee, a low yes. balance fee, a wire a fee, whatever those fees are. Paper fees. Right. So we're even seeing this in, I've been amazed at how many prospects have come to our office they bring statements from some of the investment firms that they're working with, and there's a monthly statement fee just to have your statement printed. Right. I mean, there's so there, it it really blows me away how many fee, how many different types of little fees there are. I remember, and I've mentioned this in shows in the past. I remember going out with the president of a credit union one day. We were having lunch at a, it's, we were both actually advertising on the radio station that we used to be at, and they had this client appreciation luncheon. And it was, I forget what year it was, it might have been like 2012, 2013. Interest rates, of course, were miserably low. They were basically paying nothing. And I asked him, how's he doing at the bank? And he made this comment to me, which he probably didn't want me to share, so I won't mention the name of the bank. He says, I am so appreciative that the state of Massachusetts has not enforced financial literacy in the schools. <laughs> this is a bank president. Sure. Because the amount of money that we are making on fees is what is keeping this bank afloat. Sure. That is a sad, sad story. 
But that is the case for the clients. For the clients, for the clients absolutely correct. For us not being responsible enough to look at fees now, it that that's one place. Bank fees is one place. Right. Statement fees are another. What else are you seeing, Marion? So what about late fees on credit cards? Yep. And you know, a lot of people t- look at it and they realize, okay, well, I'm a day late or something, and they just pay the fee. And those fees can be very high, yes, like they can. 30, 40 bucks. Um, and you know, it's worth trying to call if you have if you've always been on time paying your credit card and you missed it once it's worth calling and seeing if they'll do something for you absolutely um and sometimes those interest not only is it a late fee sometimes you get an interest charge on top of that that's too. very true and that can be very pricey yes and i will tell you i've had those instances where i might have been late i might have been traveling i missed the payment whatever it is you pick up the phone you call and if you don't feel like you're getting anywhere with the person you're talking to say Hey, can I speak to your manager? Could I talk to your supervisor? I really think I'm making a pretty good case here. I mean, don't be a jerk about it, right. but you can reduce some of those fees. Absolutely. And you know, it's particularly, I mean, if you do it every month, that's one thing and, and you are responsible for that. But if, if that just happens on a rare occasion, it's very well worth calling up because I've always had great, that happened to us. It actually happened to the business credit card mm-hmm. once and we called them up and said, you know, hey, this is what happened, and they reverse the fee they immediately. They take care of it. They, Ex- absolutely. They if do you're it. a good client. And you know, what's really interesting to me, Marion, is the number of people that are so afraid to pick up the phone and talk to somebody. They figure, oh, if I send them an email, maybe they'll figure it out. But they, where do you send it? Yeah. And, and you don't know what to say. If you can talk to a human being, if you can empathize with an individual, generally you will get the benefit of the doubt. Absolutely. But you know what? I've noticed it's harder to find a phone number that, nowadays. That's a problem. It sure is. Yeah. They don't want to talk to you anymore. No, because you know? nobody wants to be on the other end that's either. Right. That's so, right. So here's one of the things that's happened. You know, we used to call for takeout, right? We used to pick up, call the local pizza place, call the local Chinese restaurant to place an order. They don't want to talk to you on the phone anymore. No. They want you to order through their app. Well, what they really want you to do is order through DoorDash or Uber Eats or one of those other things. And to me, that is the most insane amount of fees that people pay to have food delivered. Very true. Very true. And I will tell you, I think this is a generational thing. How many times have you ever called Uber Eats or DoorDash, Marion? Uh, I believe that's never. I'm in the same camp with you. <laughs> a never. Okay? But my it kids... It wouldn't even occur to me no, to do that. But my kids think nothing of it. My son is the same way. They will pay the service fee... They'll pay the delivery fee and they'll tip on top of it. Yep. And um, it just blows me away. Well, remember, we used to have to get up and turn off the TV or change the station. You had to get out of your chair to do that. Yep. Nowadays, you don't have to do any of that. So I think everybody's gotten a little bit more complacent with uh, not moving out of their house and, and saying, oh, you know, I'll just have it delivered. The other thing that I find that's very interesting is people willing to pay the credit card transaction fee when they go to order something online. So for instance, you order something through this company and it's $30 or whatever to buy it. And they said, well, there is a $3 transaction fee on the item. And you can elect to pay the transaction fee or not. And many people, I can tell you through several entities that I've been involved with, 80 to 90% of people choose to pay the transaction fee 
rather than stick it to the business. So they're willing to pay a premium for that. For that again, what, any other fees you can think of? Well, that's you know that brings to mind um, when I pay my taxes to the community um, to our town. You can, if you pay by credit card, they charge you a fee, mm-hmm. a transaction fee. If you pay by check and online, if you do right. it electronically out of your bank account, there's no fee. And I always do it out of my bank account. What's the difference, right? You're going to pay the credit card anyway. Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, but so. you don't get the points, Marion. Oh, well, yeah. yeah that's, okay. You know, but that's what people talk about. <laughs> well, I'm going to get the points. You know, it's like I think, sort of pay, paying your taxes, right, to the IRS. Yeah, I think you can do it with what, what points card. truly translate to is a penny is a is not very much. Now, right. I mean, I've been told that I'm a bit of a point hoarder um, because I didn't realize <laughs> how many points because I just never use the points. But I, I just don't find that having much value at all. And here's another one where people pay fees that are just blow me away. Ticketmaster. Well, those fees are outrageous. How do you get around them? You walk into the box office like uh, you used oh, to. Oh. You can still walk up to a box office in a theater and say, hey, I'd like to buy the tickets. There's no transaction fee. Well, but for concerts, you can't do that. Certain things you can, certain things you right. can't. You want to buy Celtics tickets? You want to go down to yeah. um, the Opera House and go see... If you're in Boston, you know, that's correct, yes. You can do that. You can walk yep. to the. You can go to the North Shore Music Theater. Walk right up to the box office and get your tickets and avoid all of these transaction fees. Now, someone will argue that transaction fees are all about give, um, providing convenience. And there's something to be said for that as well. Sure. But I do think as people seem to sit back and think to themselves, where can I save a few dollars if you really want to? There are many people say, I can't figure out how to save any money. Well. Transaction fees is one place where you could certainly cut back on. Absolutely. And the other one, you made a very good point at the beginning of uh, this conversation as well. It really pays every once in a while to go back through and look at what you're subscribing to um, in terms of streaming services to see if you're really using all of those services. Because very frequently you can give up one or two of them without even noticing. Mm-hmm. And it's also useful, I, you know, in my town we have Comcast. So it's useful looking at your Comcast bill every once in a while and saying, am I using all this stuff in here? What have they, you know, what have they bundled into my package? And sometimes package? there's some streaming services that are bundled into the cable package. That's right. And you're paying separately for a second service. Uh, yeah. I found out just this past week that we've been paying twice for Disney Plus. Oh, really? <laughs> two different, two different um, email addresses. One's billed to one credit card, one's billed to the other one. I didn't even know we had both of them going. So you've got to take the time <laughs> to do it. Live and learn. Because one of the things that I know I am accused of, and I think we all do, is we get that credit card bill and you scan it very quickly. You look for something that's either two, probably even three digits or more. And if it's less than three digits, you go, ah. Don't even bother to look at the line item. Or if it's something, I mean, if I saw Disney Plus on my credit card bill, I wouldn't question it. Right. And I wouldn't really recognize necessarily that it's on two credit card bills unless you're looking at it at the same time. Exactly. You wouldn't think yeah. anything of it. Of course not. It's just crazy. So yeah. our advice today, some financial advice in a language you can understand, is really be mindful of some of the fees. Maybe you've got a little break in your schedule this summer, an opportunity to really scan through your bills and think about the money that you're spending, take a look at what those fees and charges are, and perhaps this is the time of year 
to do something about it. To try to minimize that Figure and save yourself some money. Figure out if it's worth it, right? Absolutely. So if now is the time for you to get serious about your financial planning and investment management needs, I hope you'll give us a call. Our phone number, 978-531-8108. That's 978-531-8108. Or you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter that's filled with financial advice in a language you can understand. Go to freedmanfinancial.com. That's Friedman. Two E's in a D. Financial.com. Check us out on the billboard on Route 114. You can also see us on Wicked Bites TV each and every Saturday morning. That's on Nessen. And we will be back again next Friday, next, oh, Friday when you get your newsletter. Right. Next week, I should say, with another podcast, more financial advice in a language you can understand. You're listening to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. Have a great week. See you later. Bye-bye.